<laughs> Tuna fish. Welcome to episode 144 of the Superhouse Podcast, everyone. This is Andrew, and I'm once again joined by Johnson. Hey, long time no see. <laughs> Sir Joseph. Hi. And Maddie. Oh, hi. <laughs> All right. And this week will probably be the end of our Hasbroverse series of episodes where we take a deep dive into the Hasbroverse. Um, in our final installment in the series, at least for now, we will be covering the Inhumanoids. This has been the one that I've been most excited to talk about because of how cool it is and how much of a hidden gem it is. So, just to get started off, what are the Inhumanoids? The Inhumanoids are, is the title of an animated series and the name of a Hasbro toy property that was released in 1986. This show is highly regarded by those that actually did watch it back in the 80s. And the fan base remains strong to this day. It's kind of a niche, uh, kind of a cult classic kind of a cartoon. And uh, before we go any further, I think it'd be a good idea if we took a little look at the intro and do a reaction to that. So there that is, guys. Three, two, one, start. Oh, look at all them creatures. I know. The humanoids. The humanoids. The evil that lies within. Shout the fiery depths of the earth where nightmares begin. Nightmares. Humanoids. Humanoids. The evil that lies within. I know. It's pretty sick. I think I've seen an episode or two of this. Really? <laughs> All right. I, I love how there's like the voice dub over the actual like uh, <laughs> intro, where it sounds like a lot crisper. You got that right, one, right, one right, at right. the end. It's like, <laughs> it's weird, right? Like, I feel like yeah. there might have been a better way to make an intro, but it, it's so strange. Something works about it. <laughs> but uh, if, I don't know if you guys caught that, but the tagline is the evil that lies within. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Transformers has robots in disguise. G.I. Joe has all-American hero, but this is the evil that lies within. It's for kids. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I so had a couple what, of these toys. Dude, if you still have those, man, they're probably worth I, a little yeah, something. Yeah, I highly doubt it. <laughs> I think I, I, don't th- I think I had them for, you know, my brother had them for a short amount of time, and then they got lost somewhere or left somewhere. All right. Well, let's go over the basic storyline real quick. Uh, we will get to the toy section in a minute, Joey. But in uh, Humanoids tells the story of a scientist hero group, the Earth Corps, as they battle a trio of subterranean monsters called the Inhumanoids with the aid of elemental beings, the Mutors. And the story begins with the discovery of a monstrous creature encased in amber monolith buried in Big Sur National Park, which is recovered by the government-funded Earth Corps, a geological sciences research team. The finding spurs Blackthorn Shore, a corrupt industrialist, to clandestinely just uncover a second monster buried elsewhere, a giant vine-like creature called Tendril who attacks the Amber Block's public unveiling in San Francisco to release the macabre Colossus trapped within, decompose, 
They rampaged through city streets before fleeing into the watery darkness of the bay. All right. And then one more. Uh, Maddie, you haven't done a voice yet. Joey did a couple last episode. <laughs> so I would like you, if you could read this in some sort of voice, it can be any voice you want. The Earth Corps member, codenamed Liquidator, returns to Big Sur in search of further clues to the origin of these monsters, whereupon he discovers a race of sentient trees, the Redwoods, who explain that they are members of a subterranean population known as the Mutors. As the Mutors, and that their kind sealed the evil and humanoids tendril and decompose beneath the earth years ago. The malevolent and humanoid leader, Metlar, remains imprisoned below the surface, paralyzed by the magnetic field of a Mutor duo named Magnacore. Exactly. Magnacore. <laughs> Magnacore, yeah. Alright. This show's deep, dude. It's pretty fucking metal, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man! There, why wasn't there a concept album by some random metal band about this? <laughs> and everybody's doing it to fucking Tolkien's fucking Lord of the Rings. Shit sounds dope. I know, right? They could. They, this really like they could like bring this back, man. All right. So we went over the. Uh, thanks for that, Maddie. We went over the uh, basic storyline here. So let's go over just some facts about the cartoon. The Inhumanoid series did not begin as a conventional 22-minute cartoon, but rather as a slate of six- to seven-minute shorts that aired as part of the collective Super Sunday Half Hour block, alongside other Marvel Sumbo series such as Jim and the Holograms, Bigfoot and the Muscle, muscle Machines, and Robotics. <laughs> Much as you, just like you would expect, uh, only Inhumanoids and Jim surpassed their fellow Super Sunday offerings by going on to be expanded into independent full-length shows. Jim, of course, achieved greater success, eventually running to 65 episodes spanning several seasons, while Inhumanoids lasted only one season. Uh, in both cases, to begin the series, the introductory quote-unquote movies were cut into five separate 22-minute episodes composed of three, minutes, three shorts apiece, and Humanoids was thereafter given the series subtitle, The Evil That Lies Within, a phrase which was included in the lyrics of the opening credits of the show in every episode. A further eight 22-minute episodes were then produced to yield the standard 13-episode TV season. I could only find online, by the way, six episodes. Uh, and the other... The rest of these, I don't know where they are. Uh, so, if anybody has any hints out there, please, uh, you know, superhousepodcast at gmail or uh, hit us up on Facebook or something. All right. Um, the series proved unusual among children's cartoons of its time by the strong narrative flow that linked episodes and sequence with continuing storylines and the suspenseful threading of subplots. Visually, the show was distinctive of, for its application of heavy shadow, use of split screens, you guys will see this, it's like a comic book, and sometimes brow raising for its gory content, such as monstrous amputations or writhing deaths by corrosive acid. It's fucking real, dude. There fucking is acid in this shit. <laughs> and uh, it says, which would be hard-pressed to sneak their way into contemporary children's hour programming. Like, what the fuck, man? Um, the cartoon's also said to be kind of different from other cartoons of the time because 
straight up, the villains are more interesting and the heroes are frankly kind of boring. And I think we'll see that when we actually watch the show. Um, the villains and monsters really do shine in this in this uh, series. So, um, and it also, as you could probably already tell, had a Lovecraftian influence. I thought I was just thinking this because it was monsters from the deep and like the unlocked after a long time of resting and stuff like that. Uh, but actually, I found this article where the one of the creators, Flint Deal or Dial, we talked about him in Visionaries actually. Uh, he worked on this show too, and he actually did say, The grandfather of all properties like this is H.B. Lovecraft. I mean, remember, I was doing D&D stuff at the time, and D&D and Lovecraft and the newspapers and politics and the Cold War? Throw that all together, and you're getting humanoids, Gene! Alright. <laughs> it apparently had a horror aspect. Uh, not apparently, it had a horror aspect. Um, again, Flint Dill... Uh, he actually is the grandson of the guy that created Buck Rogers. We mentioned him in Visionaries in a little bit throughout this whole Hasbro thing. Um, he, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but he's the guy that wrote that story, uh, that comic about Transformers a million years before they come to Earth called Autocracy. Uh, so, yeah. And then um, they asked him, did you guys try to purposefully push the envelope with animated horror to see what you could get away with in a cartoon. And he said, absolutely. All of this came out of when I got into animation, that was 1983, the height of network dominated shows. There were three networks and they all had these practices about violence in shows. It had all just gone wild. And when Steve Gerber got offered G.I. Joe, somebody had told him, yeah, you can just show some guy punching another guy in the face. I guess that was a big thing at the time. The kind of darkness for this show was generally reserved for Japanese anime at the time, but was pretty much in full swing for and humanoids. Very rare for American cartoons. Uh, you can find the DVD for anywhere between 30 to 200 bucks on eBay. And I found somebody talking about when they watched the show on, on Reddit. In that scene where the main characters <laughs> Girlfriend gets turned into a zombie. Yeah. Still haunts me to this day. That voice. That terrible, terrible voice. Is that okay? <laughs> that, that was great. I would not have uh, <laughs> thought of that interpretation, but that's good. <laughs> that's good. Oh, did you want like spooky? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's get a, let's get a second read. <laughs> That scene where the main character's girlfriend gets turned into a zombie still haunts me to this day. That voice, that terrible, terrible voice. <laughs> Great, man. That sounds okay. even better since it sounds like you're coming from a fucking tin can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, sure you didn't prefer the, uh, the like weird upward inflection, like everything's a question. Yeah, is there any is there any uh, <laughs> version of that in uh, Latvia, what? Lithuania, wherever the fuck you are? Oh, like, like Valley like, Girls. Yeah, any kind of version of that. Oh well, I mean they, they they have like that upward inflection and a lot of stuff. 
It's like that. It's like, I don't know. I think it's like a Northern European thing. Oh, all right. All right. So we're basically done with the uh, little cartoon segment there. And we're going to talk about the toys, which is really kind of a big part of this. Uh, and to start it all off, as usual, commercial. Three, two, one, start. Oh, what the fuck is that? Look at that thing. Look at that monster. Look at that. I ain't that one. Look at the animation's pretty sick, too. I uh, know, right? Ah, yeah, that's the thing. It actually has good animation. <laughs> Those kids are so lucky, bro. Look how big he is, man. Yeah, yeah they're, they're pretty big. Yeah. I don't remember these at all. I had the guy with the green suit, I think. Oh, it's us. It's several I think, commercials. I think we had this guy with the you red cage. Yeah, decompose, bro. It's like Cannibal Corpse, the cartoon. <laughs> the the monsters and the humans are totally Whoa. different scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. The monsters are huge. Look at this guy. I think we had the little that guy with the tendril. Yeah, tendrils. Mm. Cattle decapitation was the fucking show. <laughs> this, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Grab my line. Man, we're vegetarians. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, they got with the. Yeah, they got with the. The green dude, the deathly head. <laughs> That's Satan, son. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I never watched the cartoon, but I think I probably saw commercials, like, or just them at the toy store. Look at that it stretches. Mm-hmm. What did that call? There's, there's like a lava dude, right? There is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, where's he at? He's one of the elementals, I think. He shows up. There's a toy of him. It's the 1980s. That big one must have cost like 15 This guy, cents, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He splits apart. He's like magma and lava. It's not the fucking 40s, dude. It was like 25 bucks, probably. Uh, the big one. No, in the 80s, no way. I have to look that up. <laughs> so many. I actually haven't watched this yet. I didn't vet this. <laughs> They're called, uh, uh, the fuck. I forgot. Oh. <laughs> it's pretty rad. Yeah. So he like, he like, he's like, I don't know about that now. They call them the granites or something, right? Yes, I think uh, that's it. Yes. Something like granite, yeah. Yes. Sick, dude. I want some toys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> can I can I tell you my main gripe? Yeah, let it's us know, Johnson. Inhumanoids, but they are in fact humanoid. They have two arms, two legs, a head. Bro, you have thought about this way too much already. <laughs> Forward-facing eyes, perhaps ears, a mouth, maybe. They're not invertebrates. You know what? You're right. What would you call it then, Johnson? 
I would I would call it mutant humanoids. I don't know. Mutant humanoid. All right. How much do these toys go for now? Oh well, uh, I was gonna get to that. They can go from anywhere. A loose one is uh, twenty bucks, and then in the box, two hundred bucks. I think a loot. Yeah, the loose ones are twenty. I'm pretty sure. Not too bad. Dude, I want tendril, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you guys are fucking into this. It's awesome. All right. I want decompose too. I like decompose the most, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Is he the one where you you like sit in his ribcage and yeah decompose? Digested. Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> going back to this Flint Deal guy, we're gonna go back to him a lot. <clears throat> he said he had this to say about the toys. The Inhumanoids were canceled before the toy line was released. Talking about the cartoon. The toy line was an utter bomb. So they didn't sell well at all. Uh, that kind of sucks. But anyway, they were a series of action figures based on the cartoon produced by Hasbro and designed by David McDonald in 1986. The scientist figures each had an action power and all had glow-in-the-light features. Metlar, Tendril, and Decompose were 14-inch figures, and they are the most sought after right now. Um, the monster figures were much bigger than the human figures in the same line to try to give a sense of scale. Uh, like we said earlier, 200 bucks on eBay if it's, if it's MIB. And then Let me 20. update you here real quick. Oh, what do we got? The cheapest tendril <laughs> right now is $34.99, but it's $20 shipping, and there's Ooh. six days left. Well, goddamn. Yeah, it's, and that's out of package. That's not in package. Yeah, see, $90 out of package. Uh, Decompose is 100 bucks out of package. Oh, my God. Out, really out? Wow, I didn't know that. All right. Five for another tendril. Dang, dude. I, I, I ain't got this kind of money, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You some badass toys. Can't even do that. <laughs> Having tendril on your little computer desk. Yeah, dude. Just look on to like, see it. <laughs> Oh, man. The monster's toy's eyes would also glow under the right light. It had, like, a hole in its head or something. Like, I saw a little thing on YouTube. Yeah, and then the light would go through and then light up the eyes. So that's the whole glow-in-the-light feature, which is really cool. Fucking awesome toys. I I love the packaging, too. If you guys see in the pictures there, you'll see some of the packaging. It's very cool, I think. So Joey's the only one that had... Joey, you had uh, Decompose? I think we definitely wanted him. I'm not sure if we had Decompose or not, but we definitely had Manga Core and the dude in the green, the regular, like, human dude with the okay. green suit. I don't know if we had any of the other guys. I just, I definitely remember him. Okay. I don't remember these at all. didn't know anything about this before I started doing research, and I was yeah, like, there, whoa. I, I definitely don't remember seeing a lot. There was just, um, we may or not have had a Manga Core dude. I don't know, but, yeah, there wasn't a lot. I don't remember seeing the cartoon at all. I just remember seeing the toys, and they kind of just came and went. So yeah, you know we yeah we had one or two, and that was that was that was that. There's a lot of toy booths at Comic Con, all kinds of Comic Cons, and I think I might have seen a couple there, mm-hmm. but I just totally walked past it because I didn't know what the fuck it was. So I had seen them in person, but yeah. 
So anyway, that's pretty much it for the toys. Going on to talk about this comic, there's not really a whole lot, but just to cover it, the comic was very short-lived, only four issues, but everybody that read it seems to actually uh, really like it. Marvel Comics produced it under the Star Comics imprint in 1987, adapting the storyline from The Evil That Lives Within. Four issues and left readers with a cliffhanger of Metlar's escape from captivity and Sandra Shore's transformation into an undead minion of Decompose. I searched on Comixology and I couldn't find anything. I really wish they put that on there. In 2009, Kevin Smith was rumored to be writing a reboot for the Humanoids comic series with George Pratt doing art. In 2010, Smith announced via Facebook that he was, in fact, not penning a script for Inhumanoids, but stated, It was like a killer series back in the day. It's a shame it didn't last longer. Had some really gruesome shit that I wouldn't mind tackling someday. Nothing has been... Oh, wait, that's, that's the end of his quote. Nothing has been mentioned <laughs> since, though it may be a possibility eventually. Um, I personally would really like to see this rebooted, at least in com comic book form. And if I find any kind of issues in a comic shop, I'm probably going to pick them up because it seems like they're not too expensive. I did a little search on eBay for that as well. And maybe, Maddie, I don't know if you've looked that up too. But when I looked, they were around any, like a loose, like a bad condition or fair condition was 4 bucks to really good was 20 bucks per issue. So it's not, it's not going to break the bank so much. And then I also found somebody, also another commenter on Reddit, talking about the comic book. And uh, let's see here. Um, <clears throat> I'll do it in my uh, British wizard voice. <clears throat> I only know the story from the comic of Transformers, where the Inhumanoids ran as the B-Strip. I can't remember why it ended. Either the comic ended or they dropped the strip. But the final panel was the moment you describe. That was probably 20 years ago. But I still remember it. And I wish I could find the... Okay, this doesn't fucking say anything. <laughs> uh, I wish... It... You really liked it, though. All right, anyway. I might cut that part off. <laughs> I thought I was going to say something good about that. Um, all right, anyway. The final section here before we actually do a, a reaction to the first episode is where we talk about the movie. And this is what's weird about it. They compiled the original episodes into a movie in the 80s for the, for the cartoon quote-unquote movie, probably 80 minutes, 75 minutes, straight to video maybe. But um, as it stands, and Humanoids hasn't never been mentioned as part of this Hasbro verse of movies. They've mentioned Visionaries and Rom and all this other shit, G.I. Joe Transformers. But they've, they've not mentioned this. They... they I don't know why. Maybe it's too different? I don't get it. Um, but the final quote here, again from Flint Deal, is that uh, he said, I'm sure. What would Hasbro have to lose, really? I heard they were thinking of bringing back in humanoids, probably under another name. But to my knowledge, nothing has happened. You know, I really need to rewatch all these again. So basically, that's it for that. And uh, I'm glad you guys are into it. So, uh, you guys ready to watch the uh, actual show and comment on it? I, you know, I just want to say real quick, Netflix yeah. should pick this shit up. That would be amazing, yeah. Because, yeah. like, really, like, I mean, there's not like a kind of an adult car. I mean, like an adult cartoon like this. I guess Castlevania is like the only thing. Right, right, right. That's like not like necessarily like it'd be nice to like not have something that's like anime. 
you know. Right. Yeah, like an 80s style, but a little bit uh, updated. Yeah, I mean, I like some of the creature designs, but fucking decompose got to get an upgrade, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Too boxy, huh? Well, yeah, you got to, and you got to make the uh, skull a little cooler looking. Yeah. <laughs> How would you make the skull cooler? I just think it just needs a little more, like, more skull, like, just more lines in it and stuff to, like, oh, yeah. make it look more like a skull or to be, like, to do something weird with the jaw where it like looks like half of his skull has been like half his flesh is melted off. So you have like a full on like fleshy jawbone, but then the top part is like, you know, you've seen Annihilation, right? Like the fucking bear creature in that. Like oh, yeah, it should look yeah, something yeah. like that, but with like its fucking rib cage open and shit. Maybe fucking sick. My, the thing about decompose, I think he's cool looking, but like it's like a walking refrigerator. It's so square, <laughs> so square. And the human guy with the balls on his legs, like, that's not a great design. You'll see it in the cartoon. Anyway, you guys ready? You got it queued up? Yes, do it. Oh, I mean, I don't, but let's do it. <laughs> we'll fucking get it ready, man. <laughs> uh, all right. Everybody good? So now we're going to watch the first episode of Inhumanoids and comment on it. So let's take it away. Three, two, one, start. Pretty sick, right? Decompose has six. It's like the 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 hand on the inhumanoids. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this fucking comic book shit. Deep within the Big Sur National Forest, Pretty cool, scientists huh? Bill's still alive. Can we get him on this podcast? I need to get him, yeah. A long extinct dinosaur miraculously preserved in an amber monolith. He lives in LA. Man, that's some Jurassic Park shit. This amber shit, this is an 86. Excuse me, Herc Armstrong, leader of the Earth Corps, a government-funded research team dedicated to investigating mysterious events under the Earth's surface. I think there's some 1980s, like, the monolith was emitting a strange sound um, misogyny going on to in some of this. Dang, it's a redwood! I'm sure there's a rational explanation for... God, look at that hair, dude. Look <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the ball design. This is Barbara mm, Walker, yeah, from Big Sur, where mysterious events are definitely I've been camping in place. Big Sur. <laughs> oh, spooky! <laughs> is that a bird? Yeah, I think so. We're down one mile, Mr. Shore. Take the drill down two miles. Uh, but there, uh, there's nothing down that far. Nothing down that far. Nothing down that far. Okay, you're the boss. Take her down. It's that motherfucking Nick Fury. Whatever you say. Straight down to hell. The button is just an arrow. <laughs> 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 Ha <laughs> ha 
dude, get the fuck out of there, man. Nothing good's gonna come from what's happening. <laughs> You're not gonna save that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous how much better this is than the other stuff. And the least known. It's probably why we did. It's probably why people didn't like it. They're like, Mark, I think I got to pay attention to a story. Uh. I just wanted to watch a thirty-minute commercial for toys. Benefactor of the Shore Museum. And of the Shore Museum. Thank you. Before unveiling this incredible find, let me introduce the brave members of the Earth Corps who will be studying this strange phenomenon. First, Herc Armstrong, leader of the Earth Corps. Herc Armstrong. Next is Dr. Derek Bright, designer of the Earth Corps Advanced no. Technology. And next to Dr. Bryce, Professor Alders, X, distinguished archaeologist and the yeah, man responsible like for constructing yeah. the Earth Corps' specialized suits and vehicles. And Except finally, this motherfucker Jonathan can walk. M. Slattery, better known as Liquidator, <laughs> Master of Chemistry, Spelunky, <laughs> Liquidator. What do you think she's doing after the party? I find it very unlikely she'll oh, be seen. Oh, Obviously, she's a woman of refinement. What a dig. Now, without further ado, let us unveil the most significant yeah, that, archaeological discovery you know, it's a of the questionable. century. You've never said that about a lady. <laughs> I guess it's not that bad. I mean, I've I've probably said that. I don't know if I did it that creepily and then pushed my fingers together. Right. Yeah, I think the hand gesture. I think Michael Crichton just read, just watched this show and then wrote Jurassic Park. <laughs> this Jurassic Park meets King Kong right here. God dang, Kevin Smith, make this a fucking movie. What happened? <laughs> Tendril. It's trashing the bridge. Yeah. He's strong, man. It's not even paying the toll. That bridge ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your bridge. <laughs> oh, shit. Can we just say the 80s laser sound is one of the best sounds ever made? You, you know it's a laser when you hear it. Yeah, I love it. Sometimes I'm watching sci-fi movies. I'm like, oh, oh, that's a laser noise. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I know Optimus Prime's gun sound, so. <laughs> the Earth Core. We're not really here for the Earth Core. According to this, the monster's cold-blooded. Maybe cryogenic. It's like... Of vine. I need a tissue sample. Leave that to me. Auger, don't you? Dang. Got fucking chainsaw on his hand. <laughs> his helmet is a heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some redesigns are in order. Indrill can say the same. I think it looks pretty sick. Yeah. So those police have lasers or it's the 80s, man. They all had lasers. <laughs> you not? No, that's cool. 
got Brussels sprouts in his way. <laughs> Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up with the ball design? I don't get... That's the first thing I'd change. Get me out of this fucking amber, dude! <laughs> it sucks! What do you say? Very successful. To her? Oh, he can talk. I forgot about that. I have no clue. I didn't hear anything. So these guys are buddies, right? Yeah. <laughs> they get they get into that evil shit. <laughs> Man, you should really put your robotic hand part of your suit on while all that <laughs> shit's falling around you. I don't... Yeah, I would not have his teeth glow. <laughs> just eyes. If you're gonna do it, make them all glow or something. Like, why did this... Mm. Uh, <laughs> Snaggletooth. This shadow make on her makes her look like she has a beard. Yeah. It's gone. <laughs> what is that? The acid? Water? I think that's like a glue type of, uh, or like that fire retardant type of shit. Like fire heat? Maybe. That's my <laughs> guess. I know Decompose hates it. <laughs> yeah, it's like one thing we can, <laughs> one thing we know for sure. Tendril uh, uh, kind of looks like man thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just grab that shit. Fuck your chopper. Um, I noticed they saved the pilots. They all parachute out. Yeah, it's dark, but they're not gonna straight up kill people. Yeah. Like that. I do like that these helicopters are kind of futuristic looking. Mm -hmm. Yep. Wouldn't change those designs. I'm into it. But since this is made in the 80s, this future is probably like in 1995 or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 1997. <laughs> yeah. They were stupid back then. <laughs> That's when Predator 2 set. It's like 97 or 98. Yeah. Oh, really? Good. They had high hopes for us. That predators would come and kill. Oh, right. <laughs> And Los Angeles would be a war zone, yeah. <laughs> Shit. A gas fucking pipe. That Fist of the North Star. Yeah. Fist of the North Star set in fucking 1990X, they call it. <laughs> some, some, some year in the 90s. <laughs> 1990X. 1990X. <laughs> is the year in Fist of the North Star. <laughs> Couldn't decide between 91 or 99. Nope, they just. Oh my god. Yeah. We're never gonna make it to 2000. So. <laughs> and it's a post-apocalyptic Mad Max. Oh leaving behind more questions than answers. Were they from outer space? Mutations caused by toxic waste, or were they a mass illusion created by stress of modern living? It's from the Earth. The Earth. Right. And he's based in Amber. Was it global warming? 
tissue samples are growing at an incredible rate. Earth to Dr. Bright. Incredible Oh, it's a, it's a doodle, I think. File it. I'll file it. It's a doodle. Hey, look at this, guys. <laughs> 12th century. Looks like our buddy from last night's been around for a while, huh? Is it so? Okay. Just thought you might sick. be sick. It's got an old book that doesn't exist. <laughs> I found this in the archive. But we have no evidence that they're extraterrestrials. We think it came from the center of the Earth. What do you mean, tell it to the globe? It's his undersuit for the robot suit. Maybe. There's a lot of chafing in that robot suit. Yeah. Where should we start looking for the creatures? The way I figure it, they must have escaped into the bay. Let's take the sub and start our search right here. Auger, the answer lies in the forest. Remember the vibes? Vibes? Let's be a vibes? more professional, Liquidator. <laughs> well, then let's hear your theory. All right. An oil worker reported seeing the This is the only guy that seemed like a scientist. Shaft. Maybe it's because he has the coat. <laughs> they tricked <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Look how long his beard is because of that shadow. Yeah. <laughs> Company, you bright check out the shaft. The shaft, nothing, <laughs> eh, nothing at all. I do kind of like the level of detail that they put with like the shading and stuff because I feel like some cartoons would just kind of like be like, ah, fuck it, right? So it's, I mean, I guess this was you said the first six or whatever were a movie. I think so, yeah, they, like, they're not one-shots like everything else was. They all run together. They're one cohesive storyline. Well, it's probably, probably had a bigger budget than, like, a normal cartoon. What the fuck? That's just terrifying. That <laughs> face. These guys are awesome. The Redwoods. The music's pretty good, too. Kill him with love. Feet. <laughs> Walls are covered with strange markings. I'm going deeper. I have bear traps on my hands. <laughs> for some reason. You know, these suits look a lot like those centurion guys. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised I never brought back centurions. Right. The tendril monster was imprisoned here. How to get out? Oh yeah, because I exploded <laughs> that drill. <laughs> oh shit. Judging by the path of destruction, the creatures would have entered the water near the Golden Gate and headed just about anywhere. Yeah, that about sums it up. <laughs> Fuck. An old B-29. Probably crashed during World War II. But the fuselage looks like somebody stepped on it. Look, a footprint. There's another. Let's hope we find the monsters before they find us. Look out! <laughs> Tuna fish. They aren't our problem today, Auger. <laughs> Tuna I'm fish. Taking us up. <laughs> Sorry. I guess that old Rex would have spooked me. No doubt about it. You're right, there is a lot of shadow. Yes, they this is a very conscious choice. That's cool. I, I like that at least it's different. Maybe that's how they like cut some cost. Let's just put some shadow there, it'll be fine. Right. <laughs> they drew the first 
draft of the Batman animated series on black paper. <laughs> yeah. Dang, look at that tendril just creeping. <laughs> These guys are like buds, dude. That guy's got kind of the coolest suit, maybe. Uh, you don't think so? I think he's got the coolest suit out of the... Yeah, it's not cool, though. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not cool, but out of them. Out of them. Purple dude's helmet? I just yeah, don't understand yeah. why it's a purple suit. I don't either. <laughs> yeah, concussion grenade. Concussness. <laughs> That underwear off too. I know it does look like that, yeah. Dude, those guys with the fucking humanoids are huge. Yeah. They're like kaiju. Yeah. It's like an American kaiju thing. Is there just the two or is there a third one? Yeah, there's more, but not I don't think in this episode. Actually, this dude suit might be all right. Was his eye patch on the other eye? I don't think so. Okay. So is he the evil corporate guy? Yeah. Cyberpunk. <laughs> Try to throw it in anywhere. <laughs> I definitely think they should be wearing their helmets more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. plans for Earth Corps environmental suits. Oh, it's Bumblebee. <laughs> hey, look. We didn't know what we were doing. Hey, look. <laughs> look, dude. That's what I'm gonna say too. Look, man. <laughs> really? We we don't want it. Kill him a buzz. One should not steal what one does not want. Look, look, you're right. I couldn't agree with you more. I like that they kind of talk like the ants. Trees just talk slow, man. Dude, this should, I would be as terrified as he is right now. <laughs> Your aura is good. Your thoughts are pure. Let us show you the horror you have returned to the world. Long ago, a terrible war between the mutants and the evil <laughs> far below. Where's that dude at? The inhumanoid Medlar, tyrant from the core. This dude's gotta be the dead. Horror 
house. Yeah, I, I love evil-looking good guys. That's awesome. Fought an impossible war against impossible That's the lava, lava guy, right? <laughs> Throw him in the fire. <laughs> Fuck you, bitches. <laughs> and drove them into submission. The monster tendril was sealed into a stone chamber where he stayed until humans released him. Decompose was... Plastic us, just fucking shit up. <laughs> ...and toppled into an amber pit. And the... Destroying the world with pollution, letting humanoids go? Yeah. He is still confined. But I fear the others will release him. If that should happen, the world will never know peace. <laughs> that dude is terrified, and I believe I, <laughs> I promise you we will stop them. You talking to me? Huh? No, I, I was talking to... Huh? Uh, <laughs> you ought to get out of the sun, uh, She's talking to yeah, yeah, Red that's a good idea. <laughs> Thanks. I tell you, Could you touch my balls real quick? <laughs> no, I mean my legs. Attached. <laughs> and I am telling you, the trees were talking. I mean, that guy could have been the reason he's wearing the woods, When I was investigating the shaft, I discovered a deep chamber which might well be this tendril's prison. Then we must stop the inhumanoids. Replace the humans with the exo squad. Then you got two cool designs. To be continued, bitch. Man, I can't wait. Where's episode two? Fuck. How does that end? Binge it. All right, free conversation, oh, yeah. guys. What? What'd you think? Dude, that shit was sick. <laughs> it was cool. Would have been good to see more for sure. Dude, this should be the show we watch. We tune in for comment on. All right, we can maybe do a part two of this one, maybe. Sick. Yeah, yeah. I need. I just need to see decompose like swallow some people and they just like wither in pain. And Dude, there's suffocate. okay. <laughs> I saw a shot. He opens up his uh, rib cage, right? And yeah. I think his you can. It's like clear, like his abdomen. So you yeah. see the people like withering away in stomach acid. <laughs> yeah. It's it's fucking yeah. like how in the fuck did any of this? It's it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, I need to see him just grab like five people and just swallow them whole, and all like. Aah. Yeah, man. So pretty much everybody had a good time watching it. Dude, it was awesome. All right, yeah. yeah. I, it's it's just like, it's like this is the best hidden gem. They're sitting on it, and they're not doing anything with it. Uh, I don't know, man. It's it's weird, and and they want to make a whole new universe and not do these guys. 
Why isn't this a new comic book? Right. It needs it needs at least something. Yeah, uh, I agree. All right. Oh, if did, did if you guys Miles? made a movie, let's make let's say there was a live action movie being made. Uh, who would direct? Who would you cast? Uh, <laughs> and what would your overall tone be like? Go ahead, Maddie. Oh shit! I get no Blomkam on, on this shit because it's <laughs> the weird insect creatures from uh, fucking District Nine. He could totally pull it off. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, I'd just have him write the script too. Maybe I don't know. Have I don't know. I kind of want like a kick-ass writing duo to do it, but he seems like I've liked all his movies, so um, yeah, sure. I'll let him write it. Um, Actors-wise, dude, um, I did just see Sorry to Bother You, so and I love me some Army Hammer. I'd throw him in there. Mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, actually, he'd be great, wouldn't he? That's awesome. Um who else would I put in? I mean, it's four white guys, so let's switch it up a bit, right? Right, yeah. Um, what else I'm putting in there? Like, you know what? Let's just. I'm gonna do another. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield. I think he'd be sick in there because I love that dude from Atlanta. He's in Sorry to Bother You. He's in the Death Note remake as L. Um, who else would I put in this fucking movie? Let's get Lady in there. <laughs> dude, Ruby I'm just Rose? using the cast from what? Ruby Rose. I don't. But can she act? Uh, she's fine. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of other good actresses out there. I know. <laughs> Vikander? I don't know. Sure. Let's throw her in there. Tessa Thompson. This is like, yeah. honestly, it's just because I watched Sorry to Bother You and all these people are in that movie. Um, it's basically my cat. Uh, got one more. Got one more dude. Michonne. Oh, no, another dude. I mean, that'd be sick. I'd put another girl in there. Fuck it, man. It'd be fucking awesome. It would be. Um, kind of like Annihilation again. Kind of mainly a female cast. Maybe that should be the fucking, like, Annihilation with giant monsters in it. Fucking chicks and fucking, like, cool-ass mech suits. Dude. I watched that fucking movie. That'd be sick. Or, like, three girls, one dude. Let's do it. I'm in. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Uh, three girls, one dude. All right. Uh, <laughs> Joey. Don't be lecherous. I'll, I'll pass. I think Matt did a good job. All right, <laughs> Johnson, you got anything? Uh, well, I, th- I think Maddie's well within the trends of the day. I would, yeah, put it, just flip it, and make it all women, and there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Who, like, we just saw Shane Black do kind of like we got. It's looking like fun, gory, like he could even do it. Maybe I don't know or. Um, I think a horror movie director would be good, like Adam Wingard or something. He did like Blair Witch and Death Note. What? Who, who directed uh, it? Uh, Recently. God, what the fuck is that dude's name? He I did feel like he could do as it. well. Yeah. That guy. I think a horror movie director would be kind of perfect for this, just because of you know having the Lovecraftian themes and like the yeah. creature stuff, and like definitely someone who has a good visual style that is like you know as a director like what the look what they want the humanoids to look like, I think is going to be really important that you like kind of retain a lot of like, you know, nostalgia to them, but updating it enough to be like, Oh, that dude looks sick as fuck. Like, I think it would be cool if the humanoids look like sc- as scary as possible. Right. And it would be like a darker movie. It'd be like a weird, like horror sci-fi action movie. Yeah. 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 
or i mean even i think even like netflix doing like a television show like a you know not a cartoon but like live action could be sick too and if Hasbro wants to not sleep on this, they could do like an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. type of thing where it's still canon in their Hasbro verse, but it's a TV show on Netflix. Yeah. You know, it, it, so many things are possible. I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, I think a movie would be cool, too. But I'd honestly like just to string together and maybe redo like the first six episodes or something is like, you know, a six episode television series would be sick. Right. You know, I mean, definitely expand on stuff, make it an hour long. I mean, it could be done. All right. I wonder cool. if the budget would just get too much because of the giant creatures. It would. I mean, they would end up being CG, honestly, more than likely. But mind them being like maybe the size of like the Ultimate Predator and the new Predator film. You know, like oh, yeah. eight feet tall, nine feet, however fucking tall that thing is. Like, that would be cool because it'd still be a little bit. They'd still be menacing, but. You could kind of get away with like a lower budget, like you could shoot it like a horror movie, you know, because it wouldn't be, you know, you wouldn't have to have that grand scope of like fucking like helicopter shots and, you know, crane shots and shit, you know. Right. But that's just me thinking out loud. And you could even add some new and humanoids to it. Get that fucking get some new toys going. Shit. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Let's do I, I love the different scale with the toys too with the the monsters being big and the and the humans being a lot smaller I, uh, that seems like that'd be a lot of fun just to play, to play around like I'm in my th- fucking 30s and I can just see myself being like Rawr, with the fucking toy you know yeah <laughs> destroying some humans and shit be fucking awesome Lego set not gonna like being destroyed by tendril or whatever be kind of cool uh I mean, I'm sold. Let's watch it. Let's make it. Let's do it. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, This is going to be put into our Superhouse Infocast playlist. That's also where we have our Doctor Strange and the Occult episode and our Top Video Games Conspiracies episode. And also, we're going to be putting it into, of course, the Hasbro-verse playlist on SoundCloud as well. Thanks again to Shasta and Matt Herring for their Patreon patronage. Thank you. Can, you. Thank you. And uh, you too can become a Patreon patron. Just visit us at patreon.com slash superhousepodcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash superhousepodcast. And we are on all social media. You can uh, find me at uh, Thunderwolf Lives on Instagram and Thunderwolf Drew on Twitter. And Maddie, one more time. What was yours? Uh, you can find me on the gram under Old Beardo. <laughs> the gram. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Snapchat under Foot Prisons. <laughs> uh, all right. And uh, Joey. Uh, Lone Sword on Instagram. Lone Sword Three on PlayStation and most uh, video game console things all right and johnson you have a p.o box in latvia <laughs> oh you can find me on p on playstation under scott underscore blackula <laughs> <laughs> he's also in um lithuania not latvia right, lithuania yeah, right, right, right. god That's this is the fucking same all right <laughs> 
get get some hate mail. I mean, from that they're one. not. They're totally different countries. Yeah, you uh, just offended probably less people than live in the Los Angeles area. Oh, I'm pretty sure of that. <laughs> Fucking more people in Pasadena than those two countries combined, probably. <laughs> All right, and also check us definitely check us out on YouTube. We have stuff on there all the time. Most recently, uh, Stefan's Hot Package series, which is his toy uh, unpackaging series, I guess you could say. And then, as always, please leave us reviews in iTunes because the more that happens, the more it increases our visibility and the more popular we become in the iTunes store. So... Yeah, it actually is very helpful. So if you could at least leave us five stars or something, you don't even, you don't even have to write anything. So uh, that's basically it. This is Andrew signing off. Joey signing off. See you. Just made it. Bye bye. Johnson out. This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on we are basically on all social media <laughs> yeah, all social media mainly facebook and twitter and patreon check out the links in the description we have uh, a lot of uh cool goals uh set up on our patreon like if you donate a dollar you'll be able to uh give us a topic for us to talk about and that's we'll talk dope. about for maybe an hour or more who knows yeah. how long it'll take and that's pretty tight <laughs> that's the coolest thing <laughs> wait we're on the internet that's pretty good if you and we can make money <laughs> what <laughs> if you donate a thousand dollars you get full frontal nudes we haven't set that up but it's a possibility if you give us a grant who knows what'll happen check us out <laughs> i'll do that <laughs> i'll do that <laughs> You get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. <laughs> but you pay for everything. <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. I'll give you Joey for a weekend. <laughs> for $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. <laughs> Superhouse Gigolo Project. 2018. <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs>